0: Now is the time for the leader to qualify. Hi, I'm Lewis, compulsive overeater. Happy to be here. First time I've been here since it moved to this building. One thing I really noticed was I could park. That was amazing. Um, So uh, to qualify, uh, I have 13 years of abstinence uh, at the beginning of this year, and I'm about 75 pounds down. Um, what it was like when I was, when I was I was always a fat kid I, I, uh, I enjoyed eating from the day I was born I think I, uh, uh, my mother was into Dr. Spock who had all these ideas about the way that you were supposed to eat and she made sure I had lots of milk the whole milk I was really good on um, and uh, I had also been trained that you you eat everything on your plate. That was really important. I mean, there was either someone uh, not eating in Africa or some other country. It seemed like the country changed every day, if not every week. And, uh, and I learned that lesson. I was really good at it, especially because my father liked to get at any food that was left over on my plate. I mean, I came from I came from good stock um, and uh, I learned to get it as quickly as I could so my father couldn't get to it so um, um, when I was so in school I I suffered a lot because I was a fat kid as probably a lot of you relate to how it was like growing up and I used to be called the Pillsbury Doughboy and people would stick me with their finger and things like that and uh, the one thing was good was I was I was a very good fighter so usually I quieted the stuff down pretty quickly and, uh, and so I kind of survived through school that way um, per, uh, among my exploits interestingly that we're in a place connected with the synagogue is I used to uh, uh, go to Sunday school. We take off at uh, at lunch break and and go to a store and steal cookies and things. And then and then we never made it back into our Sunday school class after that. That was uh that was our uh, that was our, our, our great fun. And I I think there might even even be, been times that I didn't quite finish all the boxes. But uh, yeah, that was uh. That was me. I mean, I love to eat and I also learned to diet very, very young. I uh, I don't know. I think definitely preteen I was dieting and i had done all the ones that people are all familiar with uh, Metro Calcego, uh grapefruit diet. Uh, Uh, you name it I was and I was and continue to be a great dieter it's just that I'm extremely good at rewarding myself Um, uh, I've lost and gained over a hundred pounds many times in my life Uh, usually you know a hundred and 125 back I mean it was it was always you really had to reward yourself I mean it was always a reason to eat if you were unhappy you should eat If you were happy, you should eat. If you were bored, you should eat. And uh, the one thing is I don't really have, I I, I say I don't really have a particular food. I don't particularly have a problem with sugar or bread. Maybe I do with salt and crunchy, possibly savory. I don't know. But, But mostly I just have a problem with volume is that that my idea of a a meal and I always thought I was so good because I didn't I would forget I I was a workaholic I'd miss breakfast I'd be I mean this is kind of the way I was from the time as a kid I might miss breakfast and lunch but boy dinner went on until I fell asleep or passed out or whatever it might be so I was a volume eater I was a continuous grazer Um, the thing that probably continued to enforce the pain on me is that uh, when I was a t- when I was a teenager, I was also a professional musician, and i i i, I played in a, I played and sang in a group that was that was recording, and we um, I think about. Of this program on, on uh, or the series that was on where there's a, a judge that was really mean to people who were overweight even if it was like a couple of pounds and, and they were talking about how terrible he was and I was thinking gee they know nothing about this this that was minor compared to the stuff that I went through as a kid because I was I was damaging my group because of my weight and uh, the uh, manager my manager our manager would would, would constantly talk about how fat I was and that I, what I needed to do and would instill it in the rest of the group to have me run laps around, uh, around the neighborhood and I would, would have to do that every day. It was the, the poison kind of got passed on. I felt, I felt less than, let's put it that way. Um, although, as bad as things were, it, it never really stopped me. I went on to, uh, I was still in group, the group when I started college. And uh, I, I lived in the, uh, the co-ops, which I don't know if you're familiar with those. I guess they have them at UCLA. They, they had them at Berkeley, where I was. And, and it's like a dorm, except that you have to work. I wasn't quite wealthy enough or my family to go to the dorms. And uh, you had to have a job. And so the job I took was the candy machine of first. LAUGHTER Um, although i didn't have a thing for sugar i still had a thing for volume and i could i could knock out those candy bars i'm sure that most of the filling of it was me most of the most of the spending i'm not sure how much of it stayed in the machine uh and and and, you know i kind of did it all i uh i mean eating out of the garbage whatever i mean I've I tried so many things to try to stop myself from eating, but but nothing ever worked. The thing is, as I said, I'm, I was very good at dieting, but also very good at at, at gaining the weight back, and I, I never knew how to stay there, how to how to tell my, how to be a normie, how to be able to eat normally. That was not part of my thing. Um, at, uh, so I continued my life like this. I did manage to get married, thankfully, and, and have a son, and um, really happy for all that. That when I, when I was already, let's see, how many years is this though? So I was, I was already in my forties, and uh, my doctor said to me, um, "You've been, you've been at borderline blood pressure for too many years." It's uh, you know it's you've never gone over but you've been like holding the line and that's doing damage to you. You can't do that. It's just too long that you've been doing that. And if you don't do something about this, then I'm going to put you on blood pressure medicine. And I told my wife, and she said if I went on blood pressure medicine, she'd kill me. So <laughs> I had uh, I didn't have a lot of choices in, in how I was going to handle this so I uh, he told me about this 12 step program I mean the only one I'd ever heard of was Alcoholics Anonymous that was the only 12 step program I knew about and he says that you know he, he knows another doctor that went, and went to this and, and it went really well for him and no it wasn't this one uh, I, I, I went to my first meeting there and they talked about they they had something kind of I, I, their their total program was kind of like our gray sheet was or whatever it's a uh was a very very strict program you absolutely had to do it in a particular way in the uh, really low and I said oh this is a great diet that's what I thought when I looked at it and I said you know and I could do this for two years but I know I'm going to quit after this is over I can't this is that's a diet this isn't a way I'm going to live my life and I need to I need to do this for the rest of my life. I think I, I was already sure of that at that time because maintaining, you know, uh, was always a terrible problem for me, like not, not gaining the weight back. That just wasn't, gonna, wasn't, you know, wasn't something that worked for me. So I decided, why not? Let's go, to the, let's go Google, right? Let's go take a look and see, are there any other 12-step programs for food? And that's how I found Overeaters Anonymous. Um, I, uh, I liked that it was a much more flexible program than, than that, that one was. As far as, you know, we have bulimics, we have anorexics. Um, everybody has different eating problems. You can't, it doesn't all fit into the same box. I, I needed structure, but I needed to be able to help define the structure, I think. And, and that was... That was the only way it was, it was going to uh, work for me, so I started going, and originally, I went to meetings that were uh, near uh, where, were close to where i live and i 'm uh, i 'm not a West Sider or a beverly hills person i 'm over on the east side, so uh, we had uh, we had a lot of meetings over there but it seemed like everyone that went to those meetings uh, was uh, had like uh, had at the most three days of abstinence and they were all suicidal <laughs> and you know and it's it's okay with me if that's some of the people but I think that it was <laughs> that every person who came up that was the story I, I, I heard and, and uh, 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 a, pers- uh, a friend who uh, I almost want to call him an Eskimo because what he did was he got me to Serenity Sunday which is where I finally was able to find a sponsor and to and I felt comfortable there even though it's a bit of a trek for me to come here and I did come to this meeting as I said before, <laughs> before it moved but uh, that it, it's just a little, diff- it's a little difficult on Sundays there's no problem on parking so I don't mind coming out here um, so that helped because that's what he told me. There was nobody who could be a sponsor where I was, and 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 you know over here we've got people who have a lot more uh, abstinence. At least I can find a number of them, and so I was able to get sponsorship. My my first sponsor was actually uh, a woman, and I know that often people talk about that you shouldn't have someone of a different gender as your uh, sponsor, but I. I don't feel that way I mean as far as uh, I mean she's no longer my sponsor she actually left the program for sort of a, one a, one of the programs that grew off of this one um, but I mean, yeah, maybe doing, maybe telling your fifth step might not work. You might want to go somewhere else to do that. But, uh, but really, I think you have to find someone who works for you. That's my own experience, and and I actually that was that that worked out really well for me at the time. Um, some of the the thing that I've had terrible problems with from the. Time I started the program I, I did seem to be able to find an abstinence and and, and a food plan and all that but but i I for the life of me couldn 't get myself to to absolutely complete the fourth step and go on to the fifth step i I know the reason i didn 't finish the fourth is because i didn 't want to do the fifth. Uh, my feelings about the whole thing was that you know. Okay, I have got all. I know I've got all this crap. I know there are reasons that, that I'm the way I am. That there's a lot of stuff that I need to deal with and to, to, to get through and, and all that. And I believe that. But, but I, I said, well, God knows that stuff, so why do I have to tell somebody else? I mean, the idea of my dealing with my crap that I didn't like dealing with myself and I had to tell this to somebody else, that was like something I wasn't going to do. And uh, I heard a speaker... Who talked about how it had taken her? I think the same as me. It had taken her eight years before she had finally been able to get past the 4 step and all and, and through the steps onto the twelfth. And that's and that's basically my story. Is it finally at eight years? I uh, well, I, I found a new sponsor. I found a sponsor who had such a great program that his son had a great program, and uh, that was important to me, my son, my son and my wife are, you know, the most important things to me in my life, and uh, I wanted to be a better father, I felt like I had really stolen from him as far as he w- He was very a, a really great athlete, and i wasn 't and I, I in some ways I felt like i couldn 't be here therefore because of my issues and and so finding someone who you know was obviously had a, had a good relationship with his son and all that was really was really important to me i 'm sure that 's part of it also a, a certain structure that was being used I think helped me a lot. It was kind of like okay. Uh, we went through the fourth step and then it says okay you got to tell it now it's a a fifth step I mean in other words it was like now and I think that kind of because I, I must have done the four step a hundred different times with different sponsors. As soon as I got you know to the end of the four step, I I switched sponsors. Like the, you know that was <laughs> it was uh, there was there was no way I was gonna I was gonna deal with that. I, and it's, it's like you know if it was a, a hundred questions, I do ninety nine. Whatever it might be, I found a way to not quite finish. Well, this one says okay, you do it now, and that was kind of what happened. And. And I finally finally got past it, so I'm really happy with that. After actually, everything went pretty fast after that. As far as I don't know why, but I didn't. I mean, not that I'm not still doing my ninth step in some ways, still still trying to deal with it, where I couldn't quite. You know, do all the nine step. I mean, but I got, I got, I went through everything. I, I did it. I did it. Uh, I think sometimes I think we'll do a nine step for our whole life. But maybe you could say that's part of the tenth step. But uh, it's, you know, we've got, we, we find new amends we need to make to people. I think all the time. So uh, I, that from there it, 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 it went on. Uh, and and I, this program um, has been. Extremely uh, important to me. Um, I uh, let's see, because I mean the things that the things that I've made the things that I've done. I mean, just I, one of the things that I that got to me as far as my not doing the steps for this long was that I got and I've learned this since then is to find out about the the, uh, what the uh, what you're supposed to speak on at the meeting you're going to because sometimes you get surprised it's uh, you know as far as like you find out it's a step meeting and you're supposed to talk on a particular step or whatever it might be and I got asked to a fourth step meeting before I, uh, you know, did my, uh, went, went through it and did the fifth step and I spent the whole time talking about one of the, uh, uh, one of my issues is that I hold on to things. I mean, grievances, I have a, I have a grievance that, that went back, uh, let's see, I've been, I guess it's almost, it's well over 30 years, okay, because... Uh, and, and I talked about that at the meeting it was kind of like I did a, I was doing like part of my four step at the meeting uh, and what happened was that the, uh, the person, a, a friend of mine a very good friend of mine told me that we had made a deal that we were going to be each other's best men at our weddings and I had been planning to have like my grandfather or something be my best man he was still alive at the time and i said okay so, so I, I, I he was my best man and uh, at my wedding then when his wedding came along totally forgotten totally forgotten i'm not his best man uh, i'm not i don't i don't even know if he had me in his wedding party i was had planned to have me in his wedding party um, the thing is he's of a different culture and I knew it was a lot of it I, I mean, I think I knew or I believed he was doing it for his mother, that as far as his mother wanted somebody of the same culture and the whole thing to be the, to be part of it, and that he was afraid to stand up to his mother and, but but what made me angry was that he told me he forgot or that he didn't remember this thing and I, and I, and i and all these years, I never forgave him for that, so that was a big part of my ninth step actually was was finally getting past that says so okay I know it was just something he couldn't deal with and and I need to let it go and uh, so believe me a lot of a lot of what we learn in this program is so important for our lives I mean that, that that's a sickness to hold on to that but you know it doesn't matter if he was wrong I mean I needed to let go of it I needed to go on I, I think in many ways I understood his problem more than he did and I and and so I'm, I'm thankful for the things that I've learned here. Um, so how is it like now? Um, one of the things that's really important is I have a great relationship with my son and I have a great relationship with my daughter-in-law. Um, they like to be with us. I mean, uh, that's kind of like unbelievable. Uh, <laughs> they, they, that they want to spend time with us. I can't. I still can't believe that. And that's that probably means more to the me, me than than anything I can think of. Is that? Uh, is that? And I mean, I know. And we had our problems because they they lived with each other uh, us for a while when they moved to Los Angeles, and uh, that was pretty heavy. But you know, living with other people is really difficult. Living under the same roof. Uh, but you know, we're we're so way past that. Um, I had cancer in this program and the, I really feel like I made it through because of the support of the people in this program I and mean, people who people wrote me and called me I mean unbelievable I, I mean the uh, my fellows are my family I mean literally I. I if without them i don 't know i don 't know what I, what i do i, I don 't know how I would have gotten through all of this the strength and the the, the, the help and the support and the prayers and just just unbelievable um, I shared this a little while ago at another meeting, but i went uh, I went to see uh, I went to see my doctor in my kind of, as I call it, my uh, my every three years annual appointment
1: <laughs>
0: checkup and you know it's like why do I want to go to the doctor he's going to tell me I'm fat I know that what do I need to hear that for so and and my doctor said to me he says he says what are you doing you're 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 a lot you know you're a lot healthier you're a lot better what's what's going on I said well you know I I went to that program you told me to go to, didn't like it, and went to went over to OA. He said to me, well, actually, you know, I promote both of them now. I, you know, at that time, I only I I think he only knew the other one at the time. And so he uh, he speaks. He speaks for both of them. That's the only time I've ever heard something like that from my doctor. Believe me. Um, So, uh, uh, you know, I'm i'm finding I really am finding a way to live uh I was looking at uh, the uh, what do you call it uh, the it was voice enough for today I was looking for today for today and uh, I was talking about thine will be done uh, and and I guess i'm getting I'm getting more to that getting you know that just because it's what I want doesn't mean it's it's what what is best, or and, and I think I'm getting more comfortable with the idea that uh, that I that I do have to get out, I, I do have to get out of my head. I do have to sometimes just let it be, just do the best I can, and everything will be how it is supposed to be. I mean, I I mean I'm seeing the miracles. I mean, I uh, I. I I, geez, I mean having the relationship I do with my son and daughter-in-law is enough miracles for me I'm uh, you know that I, I'm still married you know my wife still seeks to be able to stand me uh, and I'm still in this program so thank you very much This is the time for questions only. There is no sharing at this meeting. If you need to share, please do so with any one of us after the meeting. Also, please remember that the opinions of the leaders are the, hmm, the opinions of the leader are my own and not those of o readers anonymous as a whole. When asking questions, you need to identify yourself. Please remember, if you ask a question, your voice may be audible on the OA podcast. Questions? Uh, thanks for your share. Can you tell us about your, your spiritual life? And what change has changed? Well, I actually say prayers now. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, I, I, I get up every morning. I, I usually read from for today or um, and I also uh, you know, read out of the big book, and I, and I'll say, and I say the Serenity Prayer every 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 morning, uh, and that helps get me in a good space. Um, I guess I also think of this as part of my spiritual program, as I continue trying to do the best of my ability to do uh, to do a ten step, to, uh, and uh, and that also helps me with with cleaning me uh, spiritually and, and connecting me with a higher power. Is is that okay, or is it
1: okay?
0: <laughs> uh, any other questions? I don't know. Would you
1: talk about uh, your higher power?
0: Well, yeah, my higher power, I just uh, it changes a little bit, but I, I I've always been um, kind of agnostic. I don't. I have trouble with the chicken the egg idea. Um, but i 've always I've, one thing that 's helped me is I, and I know sometimes I mess up sayings that we have, but you 'll just have to forgive me, but uh, the one thing I need to know is that i 'm not god and and that one that one takes me a lot of the way uh, pretty much most of the time and, and my my, my uh, higher power is the, uh, is the fellowship I really do. I believe in the village idea. I do uh, uh, live off the strength of the feelings and, and the people in the fellowship. And, you know, when I get uh, meetings and uh, uh, outreach calls, and it's very important to me. And lastly, I also think of my wife as my higher power. Uh, because, uh, you know, it used to be she, uh, she's a feminist and she doesn't believe that women should make plates for men and things like that. But uh, we we have gotten to the point that she does it now because the idea is that she has a better idea about portions than I do, and uh, and I know that she makes the right portion because I'm mad after every time. <laughs> <laughs> so so.
1: Uh, Julie. Um, did you
0: find that there were any surprises after um, in the process of making amends? Yeah, I, I I I found most of the time I found that the the people I made amends to were amazed that I was making amends. They thought most of the issue was theirs and not mine, and that was. Uh, that was really uh, surprising to me. Um, yeah. I always thought they were clueless about it. But <coughs> <laughs> so, yes.
1: Can you talk a little bit? You talk about a person that you called a brush mm-hmm. against for many years. Mm-hmm. Um, did you end up approaching
0: them directly yourself, or was it more of a living? Experience? Oh no, I I did I. I did a real direct ninth step, I I I, uh, I called him, he we, he lives uh, in fairly far away, uh, but we talked for a long time, and he's among the people that was like, was more, you know, was like, why are you apologizing, you know, why are you uh, making amends for this, and I said, well, you know, because I shouldn't have ended our relationship, you know, we were very close friends, and that was like, I had nothing to do with them for all those years because of that, and... And that, I, I, that was lousy. I mean, I, I, could have, I should have gotten past it. Like my wife said, well, you understood why he did that. Why didn't you let it go? Um, so, yeah, I did it directly. I, I, I was trying to do a real nine steps. <laughs> if I could reach him and I wasn't going to ruin his life, then, you know, then I did it. it How would all over? i think we know we're okay, but we don't we don't have any we don't have any contact or you know but i don't think it's on purpose so no. uh, um, i, I to think a, go ahead i um that one was that one wasn't quite so uh so direct but uh But uh, yeah, I I, 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 what would you call it? I mean, I I, uh, it's it's uh, I don't know how. uh, Maybe someday I'll figure Mm -hmm. out how to get a hold of them, but I don't think the business still exists. Um, So mainly, I did it within my own within my own head, and my own uh, prayers, and my own forgiving myself for being such a such a shit. (laughs) <laughs> yes. how, was your how was my fifth step? it was okay it was it was good um uh it was it was actually kind of uh, kind of pleasant in a way i mean it was just like okay let's just i can do this you know and it, it just kind of just kind of went yeah it was it was yeah <laughs> i i i was a little i've been asked about this about well, like how was the sixth and seventh i said i was kind of a, in a fog through the sixth and seventh after that i was still i think i was still recovering until the eighth step <laughs> but yeah yes mhm. Mm-hmm. i don 't know if he knew when I got into program because he was an already a, he was already an adult. I mean we didn 't live together at that time. Um, but yeah I mean I, w- I really wanted to be involved with the the, um, the, the, uh, the times we've had meetings for the young, young people because I wish I would have had that when I was young. I mean that I entered so late, I, I really wish I would have had that uh, he does i mean he, since then he does know and yeah i think he well definitely our relationship is 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 better i mean um and uh you know i think uh we um yeah, wanting to be around each other is, is 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 a really big difference. Is is, I mean, it's kind of like my my relationship with my sister is that that I love her and I'm glad we don't we're not anywhere near each other. Uh, but that's not the relationship I have with my son, and I'm happy for that. They they live near they live near us. We see each other a lot. And cool. yeah, go
1: ahead. Um, so your relationship with your wife?
0: <laughs> well I, no our, our relationship I mean I, I, it, it is really good but she's probably the person she's the person who's best at you know p- pushing my buttons and, and vice versa and, and that's something i that's my 10th step I think most of the time is about something that I've done or whatever or you know how I could have handled things better. I mean, that was one of my problems on my son too. Was was I was not forgiving myself for what I what I felt I'd robbed him of. And 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 I know. And with my wife, you know, there, it's like, hey, I know better. Why did I let? You know, I I could be better than this. Uh, in fact, uh, my sponsor's talked about how he handles these things, but I'm uh, not. I, I still haven't gotten as good at that. I'm trying, uh, but. Uh, yeah, we still are good at pushing each other's buttons, but we're good at forgiving too. And I mean, we've been what, we've been married 39 years, so uh, we found a way to get through all the rough times. I think you know, uh, and I think that to make a marriage work, you've got to be able to do that. Um, but I am old-fashioned of the idea that a marriage is for life, and um, and then I was. Felt I was ready when I did that. So, yeah, it could be better, and I'm getting better through program. I think at it. Um, you, did you start a question, Ellie?
1: Well, it was a follow up to that, but I'll just it up now mm-hmm. anyway. Um, would you talk about that forgiving yourself and how you feel as a result of that?
0: Wow, it's like it's like it's like I had a weight that was so much heavier than my own weight. You know, as heavy as I was, that there was still you know like a, like I don't know if it would be a boulder. It was still something like at the bottom of my stomach that was still like pushing down towards the ground. I don't know, like gravity and 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 it, it's like it's like somehow that's not there anymore I, I i you know i don't know if it was gradual or or if it was just a moment happened and it, but but i don't i don't feel the pre- i don't feel that same stress and pressure and i'm i'm getting better at really okay it's awful now but it's going to get better it, it, it's just getting through the whole, you know bad times and still that you know it's uh it's going to be okay uh that's uh and and letting go, like you said, is. Uh, I mean, that's that's really been a, a, a horrible burden on me. Is not letting go. Is like if I can hold, you know, like, that's not the only thing I've held for many years. I, you know, I I'm st- and I'm still working on on those things. Yeah. Any more questions? <laughs> go for it. <laughs> Mhm well, yeah, it's, uh, very much, but I think a lot of time a lot okay um, but again, as my, my thinking of my higher power as as the fellowship and the program, I think it strengthened you know, my commitment to the program and to, and to the fellowship because, I mean, I never really had friends when I was growing up. You know, i one or two. I mean, of course, to me, uh, uh, what I consider a friend is, is something beyond... You know, like like I don't believe the thing about blood is thicker than water. I mean, I have family that have done things to me, and I have, I have one or two friends that I know would, uh, like, take a bullet for me. I mean, are literally are... You know, will always be there if 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 I need. And and this was the first time that I felt like I really had more than that one or two that I had a a a community of people that really cared about me and would be there for me. So yeah, I think it it definitely I I it strengthened my commitment to 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 that that as a higher power and to uh, that that I needed the help I needed help outside of myself.
1: Can you talk about your
0: service above the meeting level and how that's your progress or program? Well, you probably know about the only uh, a service I've done outside the meeting. I've, I've done uh, some service for the uh, birthday party. And I think. In, a lot of what it's done is it's grown my community, uh, is that I made, I, where, where my fellowship was kind of the meetings that I went to, it, was, it, it started, I started to know people in program that lived outside of the state, maybe outside of the country, and uh, although I've done a little of that going to meetings when I've been away, but uh, It uh, and and I felt always doing service, whether it's at the low. I I really am committed to doing service, whether it's at you know the local level or beyond. uh, You know the OALA our LA intergroup. Um, I think I think that that did help even uh, increase my commitment. Um, I I really. I wish we would do some more uh, uh musicals at the the birthday party that's i I do it I, that was that was good because i I basically gave up my uh, music when i uh, about the time I got married and so so, so as i said i have been married thirty nine years so that 's how long it was since I had sung and uh doing that in the birthday party was really important to me it uh, was it was something I, like my, it's kind of like what I did with my friend on the wedding. It was like I had thrown away, because of things that happened, I had thrown away part of my life that was really important to me. And that was like bringing me back to it. And that was really important to me. So that, that I would say, was the biggest thing for me, was, was, was that bringing back music to me. Uh, not that it, it, I mean, I go to a lot of music, but personally doing music, yeah. Your, um, hmm. uh, I eat three moderate meals a day that was actually one of my problems as I mentioned earlier is that I, I thought I was great because I didn't eat lunch or breakfast and I just eat dinner It just dinner didn't like end um, and I've learned that it is good to make sure that you, you have breakfast you have lunch and then you don't go crazy on dinner so I've, I'm, I've been learning to you know to do things in a more responsible way now like with the moderate I let my wife help me with the moderate because I'm not good with the moderate you know I have the disease of M-O-R-E right so uh, and I do I, I do have one I do uh optionally have a snack and that's of uh uh that's a real snack it's not anything like like a meal it's uh you know so uh that's that's my absence beside but I mean which which kind of includes not binging but you know that's kind of inclusive in that in that definition anyway yes a growing role Uh, (laughs) I, I do I do try to take time OK, uh, to meditate every morning, and I, I try to increase it, <laughs> like you know, like exercise, move it out, you know, let's see if I can do it a little longer. So everything I can do in the morning, I find, makes my day go better the rest of the day. So I am working on improving on that. Well, thank you.